afternoon, evening, whenever you're watching this. Uh, I'm excited to just share uh, a little nugget with you guys, something that I have been thinking about for a while. Uh, I started off with the, the Law & Order intro, and the reason that I did that is because I'm a, I'm a fan of Law & Order, but it's also just a well-known theme song and a well-known show. Um, so I just kind of wanted to tie that in to what I wanted to teach today. And, uh, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dive right in and kind of give you guys a, a, a idea of what goes on in my head. Um, but also just kind of share it, uh, in a way that I hope motivates you, um, through the word of God. So, uh, law and order, the simple plot, every episode, every single episode is the same episode. So what ends up happening is you have a criminal and then a criminal com commits the crime. And then after he commits the crime, the cops come in and they try to convict the criminal. You see all these C's going here? You see that? So so there's a, a criminal, there's crime, there's cops, and then eventually there's a conviction that happens once they find the criminal. Um, but in order to, to find the criminal, the, the cop has to go through a merit of things to actually find the evidence that the criminal has done this. So you don't just like choose a criminal. You actually have to like find your clues and, and you use that to actually convict the criminal. So what ends up happening is the cops come in, they examine what's going on, and then they see like, oh my goodness, there's a, a knife or there's a shirt. And then they grab that and they may do DNA testing or, or it may even be an eyewitness that says like, hey, I seen this person. And once that happened, they'll go and they'll interrogate the, the criminal and they'll just ask some questions and be like, where are you this and where are you that? And either the, the person ends up confessing or they just end up uh, convicted based on the overwhelming evidence that they committed the crime. I say this and I say that because uh, this is how I, I kind of see things working spiritually. If, if you've been a saved or uh, if you're in the process of trying to figure this out, then you're probably trying to collect some evidence as well. Like, is God real? Is this Jesus thing really like what it says is, is, is the Bible really true? And then you're trying to like gather all this evidence or you just were in a place and one day you were walking the walk uh, like I was and doing all kind of crazy things. And then it just seemed like it was this overwhelming conviction and this overwhelming evidence that like, yo, God is who he says he is. And then once you do that, you just become convinced and convicted in your heart that like God is a, a good God, that God is real, that that Jesus actually did die for my sins. And um, that's 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 a good place to be at. But there's things that uh, take place uh, after that. Um, and I wish somebody would have kind of explained this to me a little bit more after I start walking with the Lord. Um, I had no idea that after the conviction that Christ is real, that I would go through so many challenges, um, that I would, that I would face so many trials. And when you're, you're not adept at like this thing that's happening, you're, you're normally you get to a place where you're, you're super shaky and you're not as convinced by the evidence as you once was. And, um, I would like to, to say that's that's a that's a trick of the enemy <laughs> and the enemy he he loves to tamper with the evidence that God is good that God is faithful that God is a provider 
that he's true, that he's real, and, and, he, and he loves to, to play with that to kind of throw you off. And if you ever uh, watch Law & Order, there, there are certain episodes where you see somebody trying to tamper with the evidence. They're, they're trying to destroy the evidence because they know if they can tamper with the evidence, then it will throw the cops off and it'll be hard to actually find the proper evidence to get the conviction that you need. And the enemy does this with us so much. He, he, he tries to actually actually bring things and stuff and people into our lives that are just tampered with the evidence. Just just a little bit, because all you need is to, to throw you off a little bit just to just just to move you out the way to know that, wait, I, I, I don't know if I really believe this this thing that I used to believe because I, it says here that God is a provider, but but why am I not getting the resources I need? It says here that that God will protect me. Then why did this happen to me? It says that that God is a, a healer right here, but over here it, it seems that I'm sick and I'm ill in my body. It, it, it's like God will provide me peace, but I seem to be depressed and caught up. Like what? What? Why is why is this? not true. And this is the trick of the enemy. He loves to come in and just throw you off a little bit to make you believe that what you once believed may not be as true as you thought it was. I want to tell you today that it's, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. And that's what the enemy is. He was a liar. The, the, the Bible says that he was a liar and um, there is no truth in him. So uh, you, on one hand, you got Jesus who is the truth and then you got the enemy who has no truth in him. So all he can do is lie. All he can do is deceive. All he can do is manipulate. All he can do is tamper with the truth. That's all the enemy can do is tamper with the truth. I would like to, to give you guys a, a verse real quick. This is a John um, 10 and 10. And this is what Jesus is saying uh, to the people. He says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And when he's talking about the thief, he's talking about the enemy. But he says, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And if, if you see what's happening here, there's the truth, there, there's this evidence, and then there's this opposition to the evidence. So on one side, I have come to give you life and life abundantly. On the other side, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He loves to tamper with the evidence. He loves to tamper with the truth. And um, this is true for, for our lives, but I, I want to challenge you guys just through the, the word of God that just this, this is nothing new. Like the enemy has no tricks, no new schemes. Like he is just the, the, the same devil, the same cunning snake that he was in the garden. It may just look a little different, but uh, you're not the only one. Um, trust me, there, there's uh, friends and family, but but more than that, there's just a, a man of God um, in the word of God that I just want to share with you guys real quick. Um, I call him David because the Bible calls him David. So it just makes sense to call him David. Um, but this is this is David. And right here, the, the spot that I'm going to start at, we find David as a young man who is uh, just full of fervor and full of faith. And he's, he's excited because just um, before this 
actual event. He had just been anointed as king like a, a few years earlier. Um, so he just excited. He's just full of vigor. And then you just like that when you're young. You feel like you can like just conquer everything. But um, this is him. There's a, a giant named Goliath who is actually uh, just mocking the Lord's army in Israel and, and just talking all kind of crazy stuff. And David comes one day and hears this Philistine, this giant, actually talking junk about what's going on. And David, because he's so full of fervor, he's like, why y'all letting him talk to you like that? Like, y'all got to stand up for yourself. Who Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Like, I need to talk to the guy that I need to talk to so I can go and defeat him. He's just, just full like that. So he goes to King Saul at the time. And then he says to Saul, he says, don't worry about this Philistine. I'll go and fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy, and he's been a man of war since his youth. But David persisted, and he said, I have taken care of my father's sheep and goat. And when a lion and a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club. And I rescue the lamb from his mouth, and the animal turns on me. I catch it by the jaw, and I club it to death. I have done this both to the lions and to the bears. Oh my, this is a, a bad dude. And he said, I'll also do the same thing to this pagan Philistine. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. And then Saul finally consented and he said, all right, go ahead and may the Lord be with you. I just want to focus in on one thing, right? I want to focus in on, on, on these words. David said, the Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will also rescue me from the Philistine. So what he's saying essentially is it's already evident in evidence that God is faithful and that God will deliver me from hard situations. So on one hand, it may be bears and lions. And on the other hand, it may be God, uh, uh, Goliath, <laughs> Godly. it may be Goliath. And although there's different situations, although on one side there's a bear and although on one side there's a Goliath, although it's different situations, it's still the same God. And the same God that delivered me from the bear and the lion is the same God that would deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine. David is saying, I already seen enough. I already, I'm already convinced of the evidence that God is, is faithful and that God is a deliverer. That's just who he is. So it doesn't it doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter on one end if there's a hurricane in Haiti or there's a pandemic in Kansas. It really doesn't matter because the same God that can be there is the same God that can be here and he will deliver me from these situations. It doesn't It doesn't matter that it, when, when I was 12, it was uh, from a bully and now that I'm 22, it's from depression. It may be certain situations that are different, but it's the same God. And if he's done it before, there's a song that I love it says that he'll do it again. Same God, same father, same faithfulness. Although the situation may change, it is God who remains the same. The evidence of God's faithfulness should be true in your life. And if you're here and you're listening right now and you just chose this, this, this one to listen to, then I want to encourage you by saying that this situation may be challenging, I don't know what the situation is. It may be challenging, but I want you to take a second and I want you to, to really go back in your head, go back in your heart, go back in your mind and, and think about 
the times that God has delivered you. Think about the times that God has healed you. Think about the time that God has directed you. And then I want that remembering to actually <laughs> cause you to, to, to remove the lies of the enemy. And sometimes you just have to look back. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, not even sometimes, they just say that hindsight is 2020. And in hindsight will eventually give you faith for foresight. And you will know that if God did it then, then he certainly can do it now because he's faithful to the end. He's faithful to the end. So you, you may be doubting right now, and that's okay because David, <laughs> although he was full of fervor at that moment, I want to give y'all a, a, just a quick verse real quick um, because after defeating Goliath, David went through some, some stuff. And then we find him in Psalms 22, um, he, and this is what he's saying. The same dude that was like, God is faithful. He's going to deliver me. This is what he's saying now. He's saying, my God, my God, have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away from me when I groan? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. And I just want you to know this is, this once again, is the same guy that was full of faith and full of verbal. And that may have been you. You you may have been full of faith in, in your last season. You could have been full of faith last month. And right now you've just been hit with some challenges that got you like, God, I, I, I don't know. I want you to know that God is he's okay with that, first of all. And as long as you're leaning towards him, as long as you're pressing into him, then he's going to reveal himself faithful again because he's just that kind of guy. But what I want you to do is not give up and not feed or believe the lie. It's just tampering with evidence. But the truth remains that God is good, that he's faithful, and that he will see you through the end. That's all I got for you guys today, man. I want you guys to be encouraged. Uh, it may be some strange times. People walking around with masks on their face. Uh, we don't know what's happening in government. Whatever the case may be, it's just, it's just some weird times. But <laughs> once again, it may be a different time, different situation, but it's the same guy. Love you.